0: Welcome to the Living Out Podcast. I'm your host, Darren Steele, and this is the place where I speak about everything from personal growth, social justice, queer issues, and how to ADD, how to add to your life. Assess, dream, and design your life to live out the best of who you are and accomplish your goals and dreams. So the other day I was doing research, I was working on the draft for an upcoming webinar I'm going to be offering. And I'm going to share in that webinar a few secrets, quotation marks around the word secrets, about personal productivity, and why there's so much more to understand about what that actually means. Specifically, I think a lot of people teach productivity strategies and tips within a very single dimension, a single framework. I actually believe that's the major reason why most productivity tips and tools don't help the majority of people become more productive or proficient in that area that the tip or the tool is trying to help people become more proficient in. For me, it's because there's Far more to understand around the emotionality, the feelings, the why, why you would want to be productive, and the corresponding connection to your mission, your purpose in life, and your accompanying accompanying value-based goals that can lead you to living out your dreams and your your dream life. So, in a nutshell, productivity without motivation is meaningless. And what is motivation, but an emotionally triggered and forward directed action? Think about it. Motivation is a movement. Emotion is a a physical response that creates a feeling. We actually can't feel without some sort of a physical reaction, a manifestation, whether that be happiness, whether that be depression, uh, sadness, or joy, or uh, contentment. We have a physical reaction. And the better our emotions the easier it is to be motivated to create the momentum so that we can work on the things we want to work on to help us achieve our goals. So this got me thinking about why your fear of the future keeps you stuck in the past. In the book that I was reading, there was a line that popped out of me, and I read it a few times, and it was this. People who are afraid of the future cling to the present. No, I don't think that's true, and I'm going to talk about that. I'll read it again. People who are afraid of the future cling to the present. Now, at first, it seems really powerful as a statement, and I thought, yeah, this this makes sense to me, and I've been sitting on this for a while thinking about it. And it struck me when I read it because of my own awareness that I have been apparently, or at least was apparently, fearing my own future. Like I said, it was a couple of weeks ago. And when I read this, it really struck me. And what I was experiencing were fears around the promise of something new. But let's break this down. How can you actually cling to the present if you're afraid of the future? So I spoke about this in um, an episode just a couple episodes ago about why do we fear our future success? And in that episode, actually, it's it's jumping ahead into the future, into that moment when you've actually accomplished a goal, and it, a serious goal, like a big, meaningful, bucket list, important, long-term goal, something that you've been working on for a long time. You suddenly find yourself in that present moment, realizing, whoa, I've really achieved this goal. Holy cow, I've been working on it for such a long time, and but I feel uncomfortable. And you feel out of place. You might even be afraid, like, where am I? How did I get here? What do I do now? And the reason for that discomfort and all of the other emotions coming up, potentially, is simple. You've been visioning or imagining what your future would look like for so long. And now that you're in it, you have to change. You have to modify and accept this new identity of who you are as the person in this present moment now who has achieved this milestone. Before it was just a dream. Now it's a reality. It's like, whoa, reality check. (laughs) Time for the next dream. Time for the next set of goals to make the next stepping stone a reality. But let's come back to the present moment for someone who thinks that they're afraid of their own future. <clears throat> uh, I'm going to give you some simple examples to help make this clear. And well, maybe just one, and we'll go into it deeply, which is money, because money is probably the most common problem that people struggle with. And it's usually about not having enough or running out or not having any, right? I I'm probably sure that if you're listening to this, you've experienced this at some point in your life, maybe even right now. so let's just pretend, okay um whether this be you or something like you or someone you've heard of <laughs> that you find yourself in the situation of having lost your job, okay, or if you're self employed for whatever reason you're Clients haven't shown up or you've made no sales and you've had no income from your business. And there's nothing. Like if you were given a buyout or a settlement, it's dried up. If you had any savings running your own business, it's dried up. There's no more available cash, your line of credit, your MasterCard, your visa. They're all maxed out. You've run out of money and your rent or your mortgage is due in the next two weeks. I've experienced this. I've been there. You know, I just want to say that because my understanding, my perception of all this, comes from a place of truth and personal experience. So I don't want you to think I'm being some self-righteous asshole, (laughs) preaching down upon you, which I'm absolutely not. So for the person who might be fearing the future and clinging to the present moment, they might have thoughts like this oh, I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what I should do. I don't know what I can do. Okay, maybe I need to take a break. I need to find a way to escape this situation so I can stop worrying about it and getting myself so stressed out. I'll go out. I'll go out with my friends and I'll get like fucking drunk. Or maybe the alternative for that person is, oh man, I'm going to like roll myself a big fatty and like lay back on the couch, get out like some like Chips and shit, and I'm going to roll a big joint and smoke that thing and just dope right out, forget about all of my problems. Or another person might think, I just kind of like masturbate online to porn, or I'm going to see if I can find someone to have sex with, or I'm going to go out to a sex party or a bathhouse. That latter person might be in such a state that maybe they make bad choices and wind up having sex without a condom, and maybe they get an STI or worse. So what's happening in any of those scenarios? Each of those situations is keeping the person who's experiencing fear from taking an immediate and direct action to solve the problem of how to come up with the money to pay the rent or the mortgage, right? But in truth, they are not clinging to the present moment. It's impossible to cling to the present when the present is all that we have. We can only be conscious now, this very moment. So you can't cling to that. See, we are here being now. Every word, every sound you hear from me listening to this is already past tense. It's past tense in two ways because I'm recording this. You're not hearing this live. But in the present moment, with headphones over your ears or in your ear canals, as you hear the word, it's already gone. It's already over. But when you seek to escape your problems by various means that chemically alter your consciousness by using alcohol or drugs... Or harmful behaviors that maybe raise feel-good chemicals like dopamine in your brain. You're actually trying to escape the present moment, not cling to it. You're trying to escape your consciousness. You're trying to literally get out of your mind You're seeking to escape taking responsibility for the choices and actions you've made that brought you to this point in your life of not having the money to pay your rent. Now that last statement is an observation. It's not a judgment. It's a truthful observation of behavioral patterns that all of us as human beings make and do. See, we can make substantial progress in the choices we make when we accept the choices we have made, even if those choices are harmful or helpful to us. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong to go out and drink or to smoke a joint or to have a crazy night having sex with lots of people. That's up to the individual what works for them, what feels good. But within those experiences, there's always the possibility of excess, right? There's also the possibility of frequency. How often are you trying to get out of your mind and out of consciousness to escape the present moment, which is trying to escape responsibility for everything you've done in the past? So that's what's actually happening, is when you seek to alter your consciousness through drugs or alcohol or some other form of higher elevating brain chemicals. It's a way of avoiding dealing with challenges and problems in this moment. It's a way to identify with and cling to your past and not the present. You know, when we feel bad about something or lost and frustrated or just at the absolute end of our rope, It's because we are creating emotions based on those stories we're recounting and telling ourselves about our past. We're looking back at what hasn't happened, maybe what we didn't do, and we're negatively judging our choices and our actions. If you're like me, and you look back at your past and what you've done, and you start judging yourself, like, don't you want to escape those feelings? I certainly do. So, to make a, a you know um, a point of clarification or distinction here, I'm not advocating that we shouldn't critique what we've done in the past. I am suggesting that we need to be mindful of the emotions that will get stirred up when we do a self-assessment of our past and, and start to view it through a negative lens or start judging ourselves. Because there may be really good reasons why we haven't been able to accomplish certain things in our life. Like in this example, creating the income we need to pay the rent or the mortgage. There could have been so many other distractions happening. There could have been self-worth reasons. There could have been maybe somebody was ill in your family and you had to take care of them. But being able to review past choices and accept them responsibly, and by responsibly I mean without judgment, makes it easier to be then fully present in choosing the step you can take right now to potentiate solving The problem you're facing. Because there is no future. Let that sink in for a moment. There's no future. There's only now. There's not even a past. The past and future are intellectual constructs for us to understand this concept of time. Time is an intellectual idea. There's only present moment. There's only now. There's only our consciousness. And our consciousness is, by definition, now. I'm recording a podcast now. Nothing else. I can only exist in this moment of doing this recording, in this very conscious choice to share these ideas with you. So back to our problems and struggles. If you're facing the current problem of not being able to pay your rent or any other major struggle that's present in your life at this moment, look to the choices you've made, but understand, and this could be where some of the negative emotions start to surface, if you repeat the previous actions exactly in the same way that you've done in the past, then you're most likely going to perpetuate the problem. That might be too literal of a statement, right? As an example, if you are a salesperson and you've spent the entire last week making phone calls and you've only received no's, that doesn't mean you need to stop taking the action of making sales calls. It's the sales call is the thing you're required to do to have a contact with another person to be able to potentiate the sale. But within you making the sales call, what could you change? Is your tone of voice off-putting? Do you believe in the product or service that you are trying to sell? Are you speaking to the right market segment? Are you calling at a time of day, like right at dinner, when people are pissed off that they picked up the phone and you're trying to sell them something? Those are the areas in which you can make the changes. To create a different outcome. So to wrap this up. To pull this all together. When we find ourselves in this moment. Of being fearful of the future. It's because we're not taking action in the present moment. And we're not actually afraid of the future. We just haven't found the solution or the different actions that we need to take right now that could solve our problem. So we're looking to the future thinking, I'm never going to be able to solve this problem of paying my rent because we're basing solving that solution on past events. But we need to critically assess what we've done without judgment, without negativity, And determine within the things we've done, what can we do differently? What choices can we make now that would potentiate the promise of something better? What different actions can we take? What subtly different choices can we make that will offer? The future we're actually dreaming about, but which we can only ever experience in this present moment now. What would it feel like to finally get clarity on your problems and struggles, purge what's draining your focus and energy, and accomplish your dreams and goals on your own terms? Well, In November... I'm opening the doors to a small group coaching program to teach my ADD methodology, how to assess, dream, and design your life to accomplish your goals and dreams with ease in the next three years. If you'd like to find out more, click on the link in the show notes to be notified. As always, live out and live proud.